You're listening to the Cornerstone Word of Life Church podcast. We hope you enjoy this teaching from Pastor Mark. For more information on our church, please visit cwol.org. We've been talking about the subject of grace uh, again, you know, in December. I really kind of forgot about it, that it was in uh, um, the, the word the Lord gave me. But we've been talking about this. And I want to back up a little bit and I want to review. It's good to see you all here today. It's really good to see you all here today. Hallelujah. I'm glad that you're here. I believe um, uh, um, that you're going to be blessed and then uh, be a blessing to everyone else. So we've been talking about grace. And so the thing that we talk most about grace is grace is God's side of things. Grace is God offering. There's nothing you and I have ever done to receive the goodness and the kindness and the mercy that God is extending to us. Um, Grace does something to someone who doesn't deserve it. We didn't deserve anything, but God decided to send his only begotten son and he showed who he is. God is not power. He has power. God is love. And that's why it's the greatest of these. That's why it's the New Testament commandment. And he showed that love while we were all together unlovely. That is grace. He's offering grace. And so today it's important because the Lord spoke to this to Pastor Ron and I where we were praying. He said, he said to me, grace is important for this hour. And a lot of times there's, there's things going on in the body of Christ and there has been um, uh, emphasis on grace and I believe it's necessary. But now I hear people saying, well, are you a grace church or a faith church? And my answer is yes. I believe grace, you know, there's faith, hope, and love. And I believe there's other big words, grace, righteousness, holiness, sanctification, And we're going to get into some of those words going forward because I believe it's important for you to understand in the season that we're in who you are in Christ and what's been made available to you. But grace is a huge word. But what is grace? It's God's side of things. Now, the mistake is that a lot of times when people think you can never downplay the grace of God because it's amazing. Come on. One of your favorite songs. One of my favorite. Amazing grace, right? Wrong key, but right words. Hallelujah. It's amazing. It's amazing. But if you don't know how to receive God's amazing grace, it goes, uh, it, it it doesn't get to you if you don't know how to receive it. Right? And so the mistake, it's almost criminal to not preach on faith if you talk about grace. Because if all you talk about is God's side, then hope deferred makes the heart sick. In other words, that's great, but I can't get to it. But God has made a way called faith that you can access all the grace that's been made available. We started in Ephesians chapter 2, and we'll start there again, chapter, chapter 2 of Ephesians, verse 5 through 8. Now, even though this is review, y'all stick with me. Are y'all believing God with me this morning? Please believe God with me this morning. It says, even when we were dead in sins... We didn't do anything right. Even when we were dead in sin, he has quickened us together with Christ. By grace, you are saved. Say, say this with me. Say, I am saved by grace. And he has raised us up together. Aren't you glad? And made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Are you far above? 
Are you far above? Every prince, I don't care what the devil's doing, you're far above it. Come on, you're seated above it. That in the ages to come, he might show his exceeding riches of, in the ages to come, that's right now, he might show the exceeding riches of, I don't believe we've ever really tapped into the fullness of the riches of the grace of God and his kindness towards us. God is good. Remember, I'm gonna get ahead of myself because I just get excited about talking about this. Remember, even in the old covenant, God's grace was shown because he said, Moses said this. Remember that time him and God were arguing a little bit because God said, you're a bunch of stiff necked people and I am not going with you. I'll send an angel. And then Moses said, hold up, hold up. I thought I found favor in your sight. Yeah, I do kind of like you, Moses. And then he said, if I have found grace in your sight, you got to go with us. You got to go with us. And he said, okay, fine. I'll go with you. And then Moses was talking real good. And then he said this. He said, well, okay, this is going well. I, don't, I just, I, I got him to change his mind. He said he wasn't going. Now he is going. And then he said, Lord, if I found grace in your sight, show me your glory. And you know what God said? He's like, you're not ready for that, but I'll let all of my, this tells you what the glory is. This tells you who God is. I'll let all my goodness pass in front of you. Come on. He's good. He's, God's grace shows his goodness. God's grace shows his kindness. And while you and I were yet sinners, Jesus died for us so that we could receive that goodness, that kindness, that mercy. Come on, he's better than you and I even think. And you and I even know. There's more of God's goodness to figure out. Come on, everybody shout, he is good. He is good, isn't he good? That by the ages to come, he might show his exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us. How? Through Jesus Christ, through Christ Jesus. For by grace are you saved, what? You can't get this unless you know faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. But I'll say it this way too. Without faith, it's impossible to receive anything that God has offered. That's why it's criminal to talk about grace and not talk about faith. Maybe you don't like it said that way, but I believe it is. Because if I tell people God is good, God is good, God is good, but you know, it just, you know, it's up to God to be good. He's decided to be good, but I don't know if you'll ever get any of it. But through faith, you can access your salvation. And you got to, how does faith come? It comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. How is faith released? It's released by the words of your mouth. So your faith won't be dead. What do you got to do? You got to act on it. Faith is God's way. And it, listen to me, faith is not you trying to move. You didn't, you didn't have to talk God into saving you. Have you ever heard people trying to? Lord, I know you want to save me and I believe someday you will. And then we can move that over. Lord, I know you want to heal me and I know someday you will because healing's part of salvation. Lord, I know you want to bless me and I know someday you will because doing well is part of salvation. Lord, I know you want to protect me, but, and I hope you will. What, what is that? That is us waiting on God to do something that Jesus has already done. And if someone was up here at the altar and begging God to save them, and you and I with some sense and some knowledge of God, we just come tap him on the shoulder and say, you don't have to beg him. All you got to do is receive it. Faith is receiving what grace has given for by grace, I am saved. How though? Through faith. I didn't have to move God to save me. Jesus has already been moved. 
He was so moved, he went to the cross, took our sin, our sickness, our disease, our poverty. It was all, all our guilt, all our shame, nailed to the tree, went into the bowels of hell. And on the third day, he rose up victorious. It is by, but I have to believe that. I'm taking a little extra time because listen to me, there's all kinds of grace, but you all understand this one. So how, this is what's happened though. We, we, you and I have learned how to receive grace for salvation by faith, but we work everything else out. And that's why, that's why this part is so important, all right? Ever say it's by grace, by grace. through faith. Okay, let's look at Romans 5.2. Romans 5.2, this is a different kind of grace, but it's the same way to receive. By whom also we have access. We have access into what? By faith into this grace. We have access to grace, how? The only way you can have access to God's amazing grace is through faith. The only way you can access all that God has done is through by believing in the word of God, believing that it's available to you. This is the confidence that I have in him. That if I ask anything, anything grace has provided, which is his will. If I have that kind of confidence in him, that if I ask according to his will, I know that he hears me. And if I know that he hears me, I know that I have it. So the only way to get all of the God's grace, which there's all kinds of grace. There's saving grace. There's serving grace. We talked about that. We're going to talk a little more about it. There's uh, grace to be rich. There's grace. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> there's, there's, there's just many kinds of graces. Are, are y'all here? I, I've got so much to tell you in such little time. Uh, but I'm, I want you to know, though, you've got to receive it by faith. The only way you have access to all that God has done is through your faith. If you are the op of this opinion, I'm waiting on God to give it to me. You are, you're, you're in the wrong position. That's you, you're gonna, you're gonna get weary with that. Because the truth of the matter is, that doesn't receive the promises that are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. Only accessing all that God has done, all that grace, the only way to access it is by faith. Believing what he said. Do, saying what he said. Doing what he said. And then you can access. Everybody say, I have access to all that grace is. Woo! Romans chapter 12, verse 6. Don't have a lot of time to look at this one to review. But here, they call these the grace gifts. Um, it says, uh, let's just start at verse 3. Can we go up to verse 3 real quick? Romans 12, 3. Romans 12, 3. Um, it says, for I say through the grace given to me. So you've been given something. Everyone in this room, you have had grace given to you to do something for God. For the grace given me, uh, not to every man among you, not to think of himself, every man, every man, so it's everybody in the room, everybody say, that's me, that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, because everything I have, it's a gift from God, it's grace. Everything I am, it's a grace, it's a gift from God, it's not about me, it's about him. According to God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So in order to get to even who you are, the grace that God has given to you, you have to have a measure of faith. The only way to get it. All right. Pastor Mark, you're excited. I am having verse six, having then gifts different. Every one of you are different and I like it. Every one of us have different things to do. And I think it's great. Who'd that come from? It came from God. Dif everyone having uh, gifts different according to the grace, according to the what? God, according to the grace, <laughs> ah, whether prophecy let us prophesy, how? 
according to the proportion of our faith. So everything, even the graces God has instilled in you to do something for him, you cannot get to it unless you tap into it by faith. We'll just say these wonderful, I love all these people. They're not up here right now, but I love each and every one of them. I appreciate their faithfulness. But really, you can get up here and sing or play with natural ability, or you can do it with the grace God has given and if you want to do it with grace, then you've got to tap into it by faith. In other words, um, I couldn't do it, but if I, ha- if, I, if I understood what any of these keys were, and I did have some knowledge, I could tap into the grace that's on my life to play. But I could also just do it in the natural. I could sing... I can tell the difference. Some people, yes, it's anointing, but it starts in grace. How do I get there? By faith. Everything you do has to be by faith. How are the just supposed to live? Are you living tomorrow? Are you going to live tomorrow? It's not a trick question. The answer should be yes. How are you going to do it? By faith. How are you going to get through the day? Oh, Lord, give me more grace. Not a bad prayer. Lord, I need grace. Come boldly to the throne of so that you can get help. Should you be living by grace through faith every day? Should your whole entire life be a grace-filled life that you uh, um, have access to by faith? That you do everything you do in the proportion of your faith. You see, if you're having a hard time, I told you this story. I think I told you. I tell these things so many times. I teach so many different places. All this Zoom stuff. Everything's a blessing. But there's other things. So sometimes I forget where I am and who I am. And well, I don't forget who I am. I just forget who I'm talking to sometimes. But this is Sunday morning, right? Nine o'clock. Hallelujah. I, I told the story again. But remember one time I was leading praise and worship. And you're all welcome that that doesn't happen anymore. And we're grateful for Ted and the team. But I was leading praise and worship back in the A-frame. And I was getting kind of tired of it. And I had a service that didn't go very well. And so as we were leaving in the car, we were pulling out. I just said, it seems like the grace has left me to lead worship. And the very next Sunday, uh, that Sunday was beautiful and magnificent compared to the following Sunday. The next Sunday was the biggest train wreck I've ever experienced in my life. And if anybody was here, please don't try to remember it. But it was so bad. It was so, and the harder I tried to make it work, the worse it got. Just catastrophe. And so now I'm really, so I remember leaving and I I said, I I was like, Lord, where were you? Where did you go? I was like, what, what? I was like, what happened? And this is what he said to me. What could I do? You said the grace was gone. Don't ever talk bad about your grace. Don't ever despise it. Don't ever belittle it. Anything that God has done, esteem it greatly. <laughs> Talk about it. So I changed my tune until the Lord let me pass it on. Hallelujah. I have all the grace I need. I have all the grace I need. And I walk in. Acts 20, 32. Acts 20, 32. It says, and now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able. The word of his grace 
This grace that God has given is able to build you up and to, how are you going to do it? Get your inheritance. How are you going to get your inheritance? You're going to have to do that by faith because the promises of God are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. This word of grace, which is able to build you up and you have this inheritance, which is your salvation, which is healing, which is provision, which is doing well, which is protection, which is peace, which is joy, which is everything the Lord has provided for. What is able to build you up and give you that inheritance, you're an heir and a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. How are you going to get your inheritance? You're going to do, his grace has offered it, and now you're going to have to do it by faith among all them who are sanctified. Are you sanctified? I'm sanctified. First Corinthians chapter 15. 10. We're going to look again at this. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. Everybody say that. Say, by the grace of God, I am what I am. So now let's just remind you about serving grace. And we're going to camp here a little bit. I'm going to take a breath and slow down. I am who I am. Now, this is not to be used for lasciviousness. This is not to be used for someone to excuse themselves as they participate and practice being a sinner. Well, God just made everybody that way. No, humanity has fallen. You don't know who you are until you get born again. And it's not after until you get born again. You can't use this scripture. But by the grace of God, I am who I am. Because in your mother's womb, God made a plan for you. God, come on, before you did anything right or before you did anything wrong, God had a plan for your life, didn't he? I said, didn't he? Did God have a plan for your life? You, you didn't do anything right yet. You didn't do anything wrong yet, but God had a plan for you. Amen. Everybody say it again. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And this grace was bestowed. You didn't earn it. Who God made you to be, you didn't earn it. He decided, he bestowed that grace on you. And then our response is, it's not going to be in vain. Because see, when God made you, he made you special. When God made you, he made you good. <laughs> when God made you, he didn't make no junk. When you got born again, I don't care what was going on BC before Christ. After you got born again, you're alive unto him. You're, you're a new creature in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away. You are now the righteousness of God in Christ, in Christ, in Christ. Once you get in Christ, everything else changes. Before, you know, some people touch the grace of God, but can never operate in it because the only way you can operate in it is by faith. The only way you can truly operate in it is by faith. By the grace of God, I am what I am. And this grace was bestowed on me, and it's not in vain. But I labored more abundantly. See, I didn't labor to get the grace. I labored after I got the grace. I didn't try to be me outside of the grace of God, but once I found out who I was and what grace was on my life. Now listen, remember I talked to you last week about this grace is not just for Sunday. This grace is also for Monday. Because everything you do, you do unto the Lord. And so that same grace that you have right now on Sunday to serve or whatever you do for the Lord, it'll help you be a better accountant. It'll help you be a better engineer. It'll help you be a better teacher. It'll help you be a, mother, a better mother or a father. 
That grace, that empowerment that comes from God was bestowed on you. And when you get that grace, you can labor with that grace. If you labor outside of that grace, you're laboring in your own strength, in your own power, and you will get weary. But the grace of God, one of the things grace is, is power. One of the things grace is, is ability. Whose ability is it? It's God's ability. And so we get weary, we get tired, we want to give up when we're not walking in the grace of God. And, I, and from that grace, though, I can labor more abundantly than everybody, and yet it's not me, it's not me, but it's the grace of God in me. Wow, you're, you're good at that. Wow, you're a hard worker at that. Well, I thank, God, thank God's amazing grace. See, if you point to it, what is that? Faith. Well, you're a good engineer. Well, I thank God God's graced me to do this. You're, a, you're an excellent teacher. You're the teacher of the year. Well, I thank God the grace of God is on my life to do this. It's not just preaching. You all know uh, the difference between grace and anointing and someone talking out of their head. But you see, take that and move it to Monday. You can be great. You're, some people, when they find their calling in life, like a, a um, the military, police officer, but the same thing, teacher, um, accountant. I always use that one because I, I had that. But, 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 but whatever, your, whatever, whatever is your passion, whatever God, that's how you find who you are in Christ. Not everybody's a preacher. Remember I said this. I would say that 95, I think probably closer to 98%, 95 to 98% of the body of Christ is not called to the five-fold ministry. Yet, why do we only talk about the 2 to 5% all the time? Because the 2 to 5% are the ones doing all the talking, I guess. But this is about you on Monday in your business, your grace to be a business owner. And from that place of grace, you can labor more abundantly than they all. And the favor of God come on you and you'll be blessed to be a blessing. Amen. You are who you are. Say it again. Say, I am who I am. By the grace of God. Oh, gosh. Hebrews 12, 28. Wherefore, receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. So from that place of grace is how we serve God. And then Romans chapter 12, we already looked at uh, verses 3 through 8. So I want to look at 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 through 11 out of the New Living. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 through 11. God has given each of you a gift. Everybody say, I have a gift. So 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 10 through 11 says, God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them to serve one another. Use them to serve. God has given you a gift. God has given each one of you a gift from his great. Everybody's different. Amen. And there's a great variety of gifts in this room. And they should show up on Sunday morning. They should show up on Wednesday, but they should also show up on Monday, on Tuesday. It should show up at your business, at, during your career, in your home, as you serve in the community, as you do what God has called you to do, as you do it all unto the Lord. In your community, wherever you go, come on, at the football game, at the baseball game, at the basketball game, at the soccer match, at the little ballerina thing, whatever you're doing, take the grace of God with you. 
Because God has given each one of you a gift from his variety of spiritual gifts. Because everybody, when they see that, they think uh, preacher, teacher. But it says use them well to serve one another. See, you, th- me preaching and teaching is a form of serving you. But there's so many ways to serve one another. There's so many ways to serve one another. It says um, use them to serve one another. Do you, do you have the gift of speaking? Then speak as though uh, God himself were speaking through you. Do you have the gift of helping others? Everybody say, I have the gift of helping others. Do it with all the strength and energy that God supplies. See, whenever we get tired of helping one another, it's because we're doing it in our own strength and not the grace of God. The devil has tried to wear the body of Christ out the last two years. Try to bring division, separation. Because see, the only way we're strong is when we act like the body. And we'll get to it. Then everything you do... (laughs) Do it with all your strength and energy that God supplies. Then everything you every, say, everything. everything. That includes Monday morning. That includes Tuesday. That includes Wednesday afternoon. That includes Thursday. And then the thank God for Friday or if you're working on Saturday, whatever you're doing. Then everything you do will bring glory to God through Jesus Christ. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. So as we serve one another with the grace, this is what I want to get to. And I want to finish this up. 